Right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Wish to apologize for last night. The reason why was because we have been... Well, what happens is when California has their storms for some reason, we get like the tail end of what could be considered a cyclone. So we get these heavy rains coming through. We haven't had any snow, thank heaven. But it's just the idea of these heavy rains keep coming through. And for some reason in the area we're in, which is a rural area uh, just outside of Portland, apparently the... The cable system went out, and the cable and the internet and all this stuff went out. The radio station which we were on was off the air because a lot of what they're programming comes from direct line internet broadcast. And so uh, we were not able to broadcast because when you have no internet and there's no cable and no access, no phone access, nothing, you, you don't have a show. So we asked them when it would be done. They didn't give us a time. They said around midnight. We said we can't do this, so we had to postpone the show or at least uh shut the show down last night and it's all because of the weather the weather is doing this uh, first it was the snow that hindered us now it's the rain that's hindering us i don't know this this place is becoming more and more uh, just the, the the city alone or the state alone because of the government and everything else and all the red tape things are just not well in portland oregon they're just not well in oregon at all so i apologize for this and uh you know, it's the economy. It's a number of things happening that we certainly need your support as much as you can give us because of the fact that we really need to continue with the program. And there's so many things right now that for some reason are happening in the electronic areas that we have to, you know, put out one fire, go to another fire, and put that fire out. But we really appreciate those who support us at Aftermath.media. We would love for you, if you haven't signed up, if you can sign up, if you can set aside some money once a month for uh, your ability to go and download shows, watch videos, go to uh, social media. I was just going to say, I was saying in the pre-video tonight when I was doing the pre-video show, um, I'm going to be doing a chat, a chat with Clyde, and uh, that's going to be in Aftermath. That's for Aftermath subscribers, premium subscribers. You go in. We have a nice get-together. We all talk, and we talk about anything. It's just my personal way of saying hello to the listeners it's very private. It's very, uh, you know, intimate with the listeners. And this is something that 
I love doing because I want to reach out to people and let them know that I do from time to time. Visit the aftermath, uh, the aftermath page, and I do so sometimes when I'm in the video chat. I I do that all the time. We have webinars, which are they're different from just coming in and chatting with me. Webinars are kind of a way by which people who have new ideas, new things to share, we bring them on board, and sometimes they may want to sell you something or they may want to teach you of a new way of thinking. But uh, certainly, uh, that's what these webinars are for. So. If there's anything more you have any questions about, just go to aftermath.media. We will certainly help you. We have a uh, we have a small uh, subscription, and we have the premium, and then we have the yearly. And the yearly, of course, is a lot cheaper than the rest because we keep it pretty low for listeners who really. And of course, if you have friends that want to listen, maybe give them a gift subscription, or maybe uh, urge them to subscribe because then they can listen to the shows whenever they want to as well. So, just so glad to be here tonight. I I always miss my opportunity. When I miss my opportunity to be with you guys, I really feel bad about it because I come home and I'm I'm sad and I'm feeling a little, you know, down about it because I have so many things I want to share with you all, so many things I want to say. And uh, I was thinking about some very important stuff last night that I wanted to share with you. And I know that a lot of things we're reading in the media anymore is it, it sounds like science fiction. I was reading a story the other day. Avi Loeb was involved and the Pentagon's involved talking to us about there's probably a mothership out there somewhere with these Bracewell probes being sent out to do recon. And uh, we've talked about this. We had Avi Loeb on the show to talk about this. But now Avi and the Pentagon and several others are saying that this might be true. And if it is true, again, where do they think it's going to be parked? It's going to be parked in the Jovian system. It's going to be parked over there between Saturn and Jupiter. That area is huge, and you could hide anything out there. We're we're just rarely finding moons, new moons, all the time as we're exploring that area. It's so weird because we're able to have telescopes that can give us the other side of the universe, but we can't even find certain moons around Jupiter and Saturn because it's such a large area. It could have been a new solar system. That's how big it is. But as you may know, you know a lot of what I talk about and focus on from the science fiction, nonfiction that we're hearing now from the media, science fiction has always been a passion of mine. Uh, it's always been Kiss, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics back in the 1970s. And by 1996, I was back into Kiss, Marvel Comics, and Star Wars all over again. And But I didn't start off, you know, reading or getting into science fiction because of Star Wars. I had a teacher named Mr. Reed who um, I was reading comic books, of course. My father used to bring all these different comic books, a lot of them. Uh, there was one uh, with Vincent Price. It was House of Horrors. And you brought me all the horror comics, EC comics. So many of you have read EC. But um, it was also a Twilight Zone comic book that I used to read. It was really interesting. But one day I had a teacher named Mr. Reed who, who sixth grade, wanted me, to read, uh, wanted me to read Asimov's science fiction series, the Foundation series. And that was sixth grade. Okay, I read it back in the sixth grade, all three Foundations, and I can't even tell you some of the plots. I know a little bit of it. I'm familiar with it. I should read it again, but read it when I'm older so I can understand it more. When I was in the sixth grade, that was all about, you know, rockets and, and robots and everything Asimov is famous for. In junior high, I was reading Ray Bradbury, then Philip K. Dick, then Orwell, then Huxley, then H.G. Wells, then more and more authors, more and more stories. I was looking into the history of science fiction, looking back at very old movies that were ahead of their time, like Al Gole. That's the, one of the first science fiction films. If you want to see a really interesting take on Frankenstein, you need to go to Aftermath and, and watch Edison's Frankenstein, which was back uh, a silent movie 
uh, Frankenstein. It was Edison's Frankenstein, and it was really well done. And uh, there's just a number of things that if you look back, you see some of the older science fiction and some of the ideas they had that were quite funny. Like there was a, a book that was written in 1869 called The Brick Moon. And it was about an artificial space station made from bricks. Okay, that was one of the first ideas. In 1929, a guy by the name of uh, Dr. John Bernal, he wrote something about the Bernal Sphere, which is a rotating space colony with a diameter of approximately 15 kilometers, filled with air, colonized around the equator, where the rotation of the colony would create centrifugal force, and that would replicate Earth's gravity. Some interesting stuff from back in the 20s, back in the 1800s, science fiction. I love it, and um, it, and, it's, and it's really good to talk about it because you get to see and get to understand just what's in store for us uh, as a people because it's like an oracle to me. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. Back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.